Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Spiritual Journey podcast. We're on episode 75. That's crazy, Stace. Wow. We record one every week, and I love this space. I'm looking forward to this episode. It's, uh, it's definitely going to be an interesting conversation. But before we go there, Stace, I'd love to for you to introduce yourself, so introducing the stunning, the healer extraordinaire, and now published author, Stacey Brown. Stace, do you want to introduce yourself? Yeah, I've got to do it. I mean, come on. I just, I never am going to be comfortable with that. <laughs> um, but hi, friends. My name is Stacey. Um, I'm intuitive. I do readings for people around the world through um, the Akashic Records. Namesh and I do a beautiful joint reading, and I also do oracle card readings for people. I've been on a deep spiritual journey for the last 15 years that has led me to Reiki and I'm a certified Reiki practitioner. I love this podcast and I'm also an author. I just published my first book, Journey to Soul Center, Discovering the Gift of Surrender. It's available on Amazon and Audible. Wow, Stace, always difficult following you, you know what I mean? But um, hi everybody, I'm Nims Nimesh and I am also a podcast host, podcast creator, Spiritual coach, spiritual mentor, and an Akashic record reader and Akashic trainer. And, you know, I love this space. Um, we get messages every week or from people who are here in this podcast. And, you know, it's just, it's just amazing. It's reaching a global audience. Uh, love, love the messages of encouragement we receive, but also people sharing about how much impact this podcast has had on their spiritual awakening. So I love, love this space. I'm excited about this topic. And, I guess we always forget to mention, I just want to mention at the beginning that we do do spiritual mentoring, we do coaching, we have an amazing life-changing program um, that is really has affected millions and helping millions, not millions, hundreds, maybe through the ripple effect millions. Um, but honestly, we love the program. It was channeled uh, through the Cashy Records, which has changed our lives. And if anybody's interested, book a free discovery call. And we can share with you what the program includes and how we're changing lives. Yeah. And Stace, you know, I always love starting every episode with talking about shining our light. It's really important we shine our light, um, especially in this phase. But it's even more important we shine our light on ourselves first. Mm-hmm. So I would love asking you and starting the episode with asking you, Stacey Brown, have you been shining your light on you today? So I love that question because it makes me stop and think, you know, what, what am I doing for myself today? And, um, I've been really wrestling with my, uh, my physical activity, my routine. Um, you know, I was traveling and then I had guests and there's just been so much going on. It was on the back burner. And today I made no excuses. I got on the treadmill for an hour and I'm just reestablishing that habit. And sometimes we have to do a reset. So today was the beginning of a reset for me, and it felt really good. What about you? Nice, nice. Um, yeah, and just to say, I, working with you, I, I can definitely recognize the difference when you do that, the physical movement and the uh, physical workout when you when you do and when you don't. So I, I'm really glad that you started the day off like that. Today I've had a busy day. I've been back-to-back most of the day. Um, whenever I've had a break, I've just sat in the garden. Weather's still good in the UK, and... Um, but this weekend, we had a really busy week last week. Lots of calls, lots of readings, lots of lots of things going on. So this weekend, I just decided, especially yesterday, just to reset. So I kind of took a day of just being, um, 
I did lots of meditation, some journaling. I just took a day for myself, caught up with some friends. Um, and that was really cool. Really reset my energy really well and feeling great for the week ahead. Yeah, it's always good when we do take care of ourselves. So, But I'm excited for this episode. And this week, we're going to be talking about times you've been angry with God slash source. And um, it's always an interesting topic, right? And, uh, you know, it's that, um, you know, as we talk about we're a soul having a human experience, there is going to be ups and downs, right? Part of the human experience is going to be expansive. It is going to be painful. It is going to be frustrating. And um, I know there's been many times with me where I have been angry with God. You know, I've taken time out and I've really kind of had a strong conversation with God and God can take it. Whether whether, whether you resonate with God or with source, whatever one you resonate with, you know, there's a, sometimes you want to have a serious conversation. And, um, you know, sometimes it's, it's, it's okay to shout at God, to swear at God, to, to have a, a straight up conversation because you have all this energy, this emotion inside you, and you've got to find a way to release. And taking that time to really kind of have that conversation is a beautiful release. Because um, you do feel better out of it. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you've still got to deal with whatever you're dealing with. But sometimes you wonder when you're going through so much, you're thinking, well, why? You know, as, as humans, you think, well, why does it need to be so painful sometimes? And you do question it. I, I know personally, I've had lots of conversations with God. I've also had conversations with my soul thinking, because I know my soul agreed to this human experience. So it's like, well, why would you agree to this human experience? And, you know, I feel blessed in many ways. There's, you know, lots of things that um, that I feel very, very blessed about right now. Things are going really well. But there have been times on this spiritual journey when they have been challenging. And it's that. And it's those times where I have taken time and, you know, kind of been had a serious conversation with God, had a conversation with my soul, saying, well, what was the purpose? Because I get and I've I've taken time to really understand my my human experience, my soul's journey in this human experience. I've accepted kind of why certain things have happened and how I really understood how it's expanded me. I shared some of it in 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 the last week's episode where I shared my spiritual awakening, my journey to my path to awakening, let's call it. Um, but honestly, but there's been times where where I really haven't understood why I've had to go through certain things. I talked in last week's episode about really a lot of my life, I've not, I've never really felt like I belonged. And really, there's been many times in my life where I've been searching for ways to belong, maybe to groups, maybe to friends. But I now know I'm not meant to belong, right? I'm, I'm meant to do something different here, which in many ways means I'm not meant to feel like I'm part of something because I'm meant to create something new. And, you know, I'm I'm sure a lot of listeners, and I'm sure, Stacey, you can re- relate to that too. So it's that, you know, the journey we're on, accepting part of it, accepting all of it, is sometimes challenging, when, especially when it's painful. And Stacey, before we go into kind of some of the examples and kind of going on this journey, I'd love for you to share what does it mean to you when I say to you, you know, when have you been angry with God? What does that mean to you? I mean, I've 
been angry with God for sure. I've had times where I have been so thrown off by what's placed before me. I mean, I remember very distinctly um, being really angry with God one day about the parents that I was given and the fact that they're not, we're not connected. We're not loving. We're not embracing one another. Like there's just no relationship there. And I was pissed and I was headed out on a run and I just, I mean, my feet were hitting the pavement. I was angry. I was frustrated. I was disappointed. And, um, I like heard God and he was like, you're right. Like I didn't give you the parents you deserved, but look what I did give you. And I started seeing all of these like snapshots of the people who had come into my life and, and helped me and assisted me on my journey. Um, not every moment that I've been angry with God, have I had that instant clarity? Um, I was pretty, I, I don't even know if angry is the right word, but I was I don't know if I was feeling anger when Dylan was in the hospital, but I, I definitely remember wondering where was God? Like, how was this going to be okay? How was I going to be okay? And experiencing that frustration. And I would say right now, I am a little angry with God, which is hard to say. <laughs> I was going to say, do you want to share? I am in such a season of unknown right now. Um, you know, I just never pictured my life at this point in my life that I would be like, it would just be me and my daughter. Like I, I didn't picture that being my existence. I pictured my family being around me and I pictured raising kids with a partner and I'm just so thrown off from what I thought God and I had arranged together that like this plan, I'm like, I have no idea what you're doing. And I would say I've definitely had moments of being quite angry about it. Yeah. And look, I, I can relate to that when I, you know, started out when I'd finished, you know, if, if anyone said to me that, you know, what's your path going to be? I'd, I'd always say, well, you know what, I'm going to have a really good career. I'm going to get married. I'm going to have kids. And that was what I thought my path was going to be. Um, Sure. I, I thought I was going to do amazing things. I knew I was going to do amazing things, but that's not been my path. And it's just, um, I do wonder sometimes, right? Well, why, why am I white? Why am I meant to take a, a different path but there has been insights there has been times where i've known how my soul has expanded because i haven't followed the path i thought i was meant to take and um stacy i think i'm sure a lot of people can relate to this time because it feels like a time where um the next phase is unknown right it's that all of us have been through so much change so much churning so much unknown um, you know, if I look at the last 18 months, certainly with everything you've been through, you know, how much planning could you have done? Could we have done? And, you know, a lot of the stuff that we've created 
a lot of it was a leap of faith, right? There was a lot of unknown. And I, I really feel a lot of people right now could could relate to that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, kind of, we really don't know what's coming next. I mean, we, um, when we talk about the spiritual journey, we've just agreed to show up in every way, right? And just trust in whatever's coming next. Um, what that means personally, um, who knows? Um, but what would your advice be to someone who can relate to what you're saying? You know, there's a, there's a, there's a knowingness in, you know, we talk about it quite often in terms of what we're creating. But then again, when you look at your personal life and you question, well, hold on a second, God, this, this isn't what I, what I thought we agreed, right? I thought we had an agreement and it isn't how I thought things were going to look. How do you deal with that? Um, the same way that I deal with being angry with another person, I, some days I have to cry and just let myself feel it. Um, sometimes I need to move my body and try to almost like move the vibration through me. Um, and sometimes I need to write, you know, write down how I'm feeling, like, what is, what is this exactly that I'm going through and kind of like sit with it. And sometimes I just have to trust fall and I have to say, okay, I I don't know what the next step is. I don't know what you have planned for me, but I'm open to whatever that is. Um, I find that a lot of times when I'm angry with God, It's because of my assumption that things were going to be a certain way instead of the acceptance of what they actually are. That's deep. So the (laughs) assumption that that things were going to go a certain way, but accepting how things actually are. You know, acceptance of, of what's happening around us and who we are is always a stage. You know, it's like I, I feel there's a there's a there's like always an underlying message that goes with all of our podcasts. And it starts with acceptance, right? You can't well, I haven't got a time machine. Maybe somebody listening has a time machine, but you know, it's like I can't change the things that already happened, right? You can't change the things that already happened. So accepting who you are is always a stage one. Mm-hmm. But actually, awareness on its own, you know, so when you become aware, then you've got to accept. But then you've got to do something about it, right? You've got to kind of, okay. And that's where at least having a self-care routine. So I feel like we we, we talk a lot about, you know, kind of becoming aware, accepting, and then making sure you have a strong self-care routine. Because sometimes we've got to just keep showing up and we don't know what's coming next. Mm-hmm. And... There is a consistency in, in in what we share on a weekly basis. And, you know, sometimes this spiritual journey, <clears throat> sure, we can talk about the modalities, we can talk about cashier records, we can talk about soul contracts. There's Sure, there's so much to it. But maybe our spiritual journey is simple. Maybe it is about knowing that we're a, we're a soul having human experience and sometimes we've got to accept it's a human experience. And, you know, once you become aware that we're a soul having a human experience and you accept who you are, 
Maybe there's power in acceptance. Even if it's uncomfortable. <laughs> you know, I mean, I mean, really, like that's that's what I mean, that's what this is. It's discomfort, right? From things looking different from the expectation that we had. And it's been really interesting for me to to walk through this season because nothing about my life looks the way that it did, you know, 18 months ago. And there's not one area that's familiar. It and... is those expectations though, right? It is expectations. Mm -hmm. And and Stacey, if I look past, I haven't, you know, you've been through some really deep experiences and, you know, kind of some painful experiences. And I wouldn't want to wish those to anyone. But if I look back at the last 18 months, God has shown off. Mm -hmm. Right, we talk about God showing up and showing off, and you know, there's been a lot of change in the last eighteen months. But I do feel there's been times that that God shown showing off, and I I would encourage our listeners to think of those times. You know, well, what are the times when you, because it's like when we're going through those main painful experiences, when we're really angry at God, if we remember those experiences, and actually, what were the results of those experiences? then maybe we start to realize there was a re reason and a pattern. Mm -hmm. And I get when you're in it, it's really hard. And um, you know, we debated, you know, what I was going to share this in when we talked before we started recording. And, you know, the, the time, the times I've been most angry with God, I've been angry with God about me many times, you know, my soul. But the times I remember where I've been most angry is actually when it's been about somebody else. And it's really interesting when you think about it. So, you know, the time I've been most angry with God and you just was um, when I heard about, quite a few years ago now, but when I heard about my niece getting leukemia. She was really young at the time. And, um, you know, I have a big family. We hadn't, we hadn't faced a lot of cancer and those type of things. We'd lost a couple of years before that. My sister-in-law to cancer. But then when somebody's so young, I couldn't understand it. My 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 brain, my my logical thinking at the time, this is before I started this, this spiritual path, but um, or at least in, as deep as I am now, but I couldn't understand it. I was like, no God, this is this is totally unacceptable. This is not this is not fair. Somebody's so young and you know, she's got so much life to live and you know. Luckily, she survived. She's a beautiful soul that's shining her light so, so beautifully. And it's really interesting. It's just, um, I mean, just so happens it's the, the anniversary of, of um, her, her make-a-wish was to meet President Obama. And it's the nine-year anniversary of when me, she, you know, she, it's the anniversary, the nine-year anniversary of her meeting the president. And interestingly enough, um, you know, it was... He's um, her mom's divorced from her dad, so it was her mom, and she asked me to come along. It's like a surrogate parent. So nine years ago today, I was with her, and we met the the president. We met uh, President Obama, who's you know, uh, whatever you think of him personally, I can tell you from what I felt from his soul was a beautiful, is a beautiful soul, and um, I still don't fully understand. You know, when, when people get that ill, especially when it's somebody so young, there's a reason. 
Um, she is a very different person because of what she went through. Um, and But she's shining her light. She's living her life. And I'm a very different person for sure for, you know, kind of all of that because I went through it and it affected, clearly it's affected her and her mum, but both beautiful souls. Mm-hmm. But there has been times, those are the times where I've really struggled where, and it's almost like, I can deal with, uh, I still struggle with it sometimes, but I can I can deal with when something happens to me. It's like, okay, you know what? It is what it is. I have to deal with it. But when it when it happens to somebody you're so close to, it's painful in a different sort of way. And in my kind of mindset right now, I know that everybody's got to have the human experience. Who am I? to try and stop somebody having their human experience. It's not on me, right? It's not assigned to me. Um, There are certain people that are assigned to us to help. There are certain people that are not. And I remember when I started this healing journey, I wanted to heal everybody that I loved, right? And my God, why would I I not use these gifts I've got? Sometimes you've got to realize that people are going to go through their own journey and they're not assigned to you. Which can be really hard. But yeah, it's frustrating, right? Because you're like, well, hold on a second. Um... But yeah, I mean, you know, I I remember crying. I remember getting angry. I remember, you know, kind of, it was a process. Mm-hmm. But I would highly recommend, you know, when you're feeling that, that level of emotion where you're so angry and you're just, you don't know what to do with it, you know, go out into the field and scream, shout. You know, people watch you, it doesn't matter. But just, you know, you couldn't, if it's like that, that amount of emotion, if you keep it inside you, it is like a volcano. It needs to come out in some kind of way. If you want to stay at home and just have a serious conversation with God, do that. If you want to shout to God, if you want to swear to God, source, whatever you want to look at it, have it. If you want to have a kind of a serious conversation, say, I really want to understand this, you know, maybe you'll get your answers if you're open to it. Mm-hmm. Because, Again, if we, if, you know, like I was saying earlier, if you go back to your most painful experiences when you know you've probably been most angry with God, you've probably had your biggest breakthroughs at the same time. Mm-hmm. And how often do we focus on, you know, the times when God's source, our guides, whatever you want to call it, shows off, compared to when we feel like we've been let down? And Stacy said it earlier. A lot of the time when we feel let down is because of our expectations. Mm-hmm. We expect things to be a certain way. We expect things to, and where do those expectations come from? And those expectations come from our programming. Mm-hmm. And it's the programming which says, you know, this is how life should be. This is how, you know, we, you know in terms of, you know what, you're going to find a loving partner. You're going to have kids. You're going to, you know, kind of be together. You're going to have somebody to share your experiences with. That's a great image, right? That's the kind of what, every, you know, in theory, what a lot of people want. Don't want to say everybody. Um, but like I know my soul's journey, there's been, have had to be long periods of my life where I didn't have a partner. But I know that my soul was meant to go through certain things. that I had to do on my own. 
And I've, you know, I'd love to see my soul contract. We say, we joke about this all the time. I'd love to see my soul contract, with, you know, with people and kind of what a, but I know, like I know there's, you know, my soul is meant to expand in a different sort of way. I mean, another example is, you know, yeah, by, you know, I, I thought by now I would have had, got married, had kids and all, all the, the rest of things that I guess most people want. But I, I, I know, like I know that I have, a special bond with all my nephews and nieces. I have 10 nephews, three nieces. And in certain ways, I've, I've guided them at different times and I have a different nature of their experiences, things that I couldn't, I couldn't experience. And I know that I, I, the bond would be different if I had kids because my focus would have been on the kids. And actually, I have conversations with my nephews and nieces about that sort of thing all the time. And they acknowledge that, you know, that the relationship we have is different and it's it's, it's deeper than maybe it would have been. So it's that, what do you focus on when, when your expectations are not met? What if there's more magic that you experience because your expectations were not met? And are we open to seeing that magic? Wow. So you have a smile on your face as if you're going to, and it's like, um, it's just an interesting topic and it is a different perspective. And by the way, I know it's easy for me to say it. I can tell you when I'm feeling emotional, there's going to be times I'm going to be angry with God too, but it's just, I've given myself time in terms of what's ha- what I've been through as a person to reflect differently. Yeah, I definitely think there's like processing time, right? Like when we're going through something in the heat of it, when I'm angry, I just need to be angry. I just have to get it out in whatever way and process it. And that's all I can feel. And I am sure as I'm sitting here that there are people who are listening to this podcast who are in a season of being super angry. And I think the, the, the bigger question is, okay, you feel the anger. What do you do with it? You know, because there are a lot of people that I've come into contact with who stay in the space of anger and they have like a huge chip on their shoulder because of something that they went through or a family member went through and they've allowed it to consume them in a way that they're angry all the time and they're in that space and they're holding on to that anger tight and they don't want to let go. And so I think the question is, you know, once you feel the anger, then what do you do with it? And it, it is not an easy thing to process the anger, but I do believe that it's imperative to our growth as a soul in this life to, to process it the best that we can. You know, I still have days where I'm, I wake up and I'm like, WTF God, like, what, like, what are we doing here? Like, are you sure? And then I have these incredible experiences with, you know, messages from people who have read my book or, um, a reading where someone gains some insight and clarity into things that they didn't otherwise know. Or when we're doing our mentorship program and someone has a breakthrough, there are moments like that, that keep me hanging on and going, there's a bigger vision here. There's a bigger purpose and I've got to stay the course. And me being in that space of anger instead of acceptance isn't going to allow me the opportunity to use this experience for my highest good. 
It's very true. It's that, um, I stay I remember it was the, the first time me and you spoke was on Clubhouse, um, coming up to nearly two years actually, but, um, I connected with your vulnerability. And it's really interesting. It's like, you know, when you hear somebody and you connect and you feel their vulnerability, sometimes we feel that connection. But actually it's your ability to turn that vulnerability into purpose. That when I when I think of what you've been through, I'm in awe of. Because how many people, as you say, stay in that vulnerable, that painful state? And it's not an overnight thing, right? It's not an overnight, um, it's not an overnight transition. Um, but when you start to understand there's a reason behind that pain, you start to gain a different perspective. Maybe you start to realize that everything you've been through is you went through for a reason. It was part of your human experience. It's part of why you're here. It's part of um, just who you are. And, and if you start to ask a different set of questions, instead of how is in from like, you know, victim mode, why does what's happened to me? God, you know, why, why do you, this is, when you turn it to, well, hold on, how is it serving me? How is it expanding me? Then you start to get a different perspective. And actually, I just thought of it now that the other time I've been really angry with God in a, from a personal perspective. Um, you know, I I grew up in a, I talk about it in previous episodes, but I, I grew up in a very loving environment and didn't have a voice. Uh, I have four brothers, four sisters, but I was a loving environment. So I had a very loving parents. And, um, you know, my dad's, he passed away, you know, kind of um, many years ago, right? So, um I wasn't there when he passed away. He was, he passed away in India. He was on he was on holiday. He kind of knew he was going to leave this realm, and we kind of knew that that's why he was going. It's kind of weird, but I wasn't there, so I kind of accepted that painfully. And then you know, my mom passed my mom passed away again many years ago, um, and I wasn't there when she passed away. Dad was in India. I can understand that. Mom lived in the UK. Actually, I I was I saw her. I was traveling, I was on vacation, I was going on a cruise, Caribbean cruise, and um, so I saw her in the morning, she wasn't feeling well, I'm like, mom, maybe I should just change the dates, and she's like, no, no, you go, and, you know, so I, I lived close to her at the time, so I was like, you know what, okay, she's she felt like this before, and she's recovered, I'll still go, and um, I happened to be on, on a cruise, um, spent a couple of days in Miami, and then we were going to go, go on a cruise, I was just, the cruise was just about to undock, I was actually with my sister and some friends. And I remember talking to my sister and saying, mm, don't really feel right about this. There's something not quite right. We had a feeling. And, um, but we still docked. We went. And um, actually it was a kind of a, 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 a cruise with, you know, it's one of these, when, you, when you're when you're at sea, you hear kind of talk. So it was a Bob Proctor cruise. There's Mary Williamson. It was quite a few years ago. So, um, and as we left, like uh, partway through, that's when mom passed away. And I remember I was so angry with God. It's like, God, I understand I wasn't there with dad, but why couldn't, why I'm not there when, when mom passed away? And I would just, you know, and, you know, so obviously as soon as we docked to the next place, we were going to, um, we were going to try and get back. Um, and I remember Bob, Bob Proctor taking time out to talk to us, right? Bob Proctor's a, a public speaker. He's, 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 he's really well known. 
but he took time and he's and he he said you know he asked me personally how do, how do I feel I'm like honestly I'm just really angry and he's he he said this one phrase he's like you are where you're meant to be and I'm like hmm and I remember that one phrase that just was said to me in passing um you are where you're meant to be is kind of what got me through getting back not being there having you know kind of dealing with the grief and I'm sure my family were sick of that phrase by the end of it. But knowing that actually, you know what, I wasn't meant to be there. And I was exactly where I was meant to be. And in the spiritual work I've done, I have spoken to mom, you know, since. And, you know, she's, she's kind of said to me that if me or my sister were there, she would have struggled to leave this realm. It was her time. So I wasn't meant to be there. Mm -hmm. And, um, Humanly, I still I still can think about it. You know, my, my parents haven't been around for, for quite a few years, and you know, kind of how my how would my life be differently if they were here? But I know they're watching over me. I can feel them watching over me, and I know I wasn't meant to be there. So, you know, again, I'm sharing that just as a personal experience because we do have expectations. You know, and we do we do question ourselves. I question myself. Now, hold on a second. Why did I leave? You know, she was at home. She wasn't like she was in hospital or anything, but it's like, I knew she wasn't well. Why did I leave? What if I'd stayed? Would things have been different? But who am I? If it's somebody's time to go, it's their time to go. I wouldn't have changed anything. So I was exactly where I was meant to be. And it comes down to that same thing you said earlier about expectations and acceptance. We have expectations of how some things are going to go. We have expectations, but actually comes a point where we've just got to accept that we we are where we're meant to be. The only moment we can control is this moment. So true. And I believe that that's where we can free ourselves is to accept that we are where we're meant to be. You know, I spent so much of my life thinking of things in like the language of like right and wrong and good and bad. And what I've found is I do better being in a space of like, there's a lesson in everything I'm going through that it doesn't necessarily have to be a good experience versus a bad experience. It's simply an experience. Right. And if I choose to have a takeaway from it, then I, then I'm given that opportunity. I, I feel, um, like a wrestling sometimes with the anger because I can see like, okay, I, if I hadn't gone through everything I went through with Dylan, I wouldn't have written a book. If I didn't write a book, I wouldn't be helping people around the world. Like I, th I can think about that, but I, there are days where I I'm challenged by that little part of me. That's like, why in the hell did we have to go through this? Like, why did I have to sacrifice? sacrifice a marriage? Why did I have to embark on this season alone? And I, when I bring myself back to like today and being present and in this moment, then I'm like, I'm exactly where I need to be. And so I find that there are some days where I can go all day and be in that space. Right. But then there are other days where I have to moment by moment, reset myself into the present moment. And you are where you're meant to be like, this is, this is what it's meant to be. I, I 
don't know what determines um, when those thoughts overpower me. Um, I know I probably sound really basic, but I know that I'm more vulnerable to those thoughts when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, when I'm depleted. And so I, I really have an awareness of like those things, you know, like, okay, I I'm having these thoughts because of these other things that I've let go. And so I would just encourage you, if you find yourself kind of having these flare ups of anger, like ask yourself first, are you in the present moment? Accepting where you're meant to be is where you are right now. And then also like, are you taking care of yourself? I know we talk about self-care routine a lot, Nims, but like, are you taking care of yourself and meeting your basic needs? Because a lot of times those emotions can ramp up when we're not taking care of ourselves. And again, we're trying to plan out. Like I had, I had a reading with someone today and she was trying to map out 20 steps ahead, right? 20 steps ahead. Like this process that she's going through, like I have to do this, 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 this. And it was like, it was the message was coming through. You have to just be in this moment now, because if you try to project really far ahead, you're going to get yourself so psyched out. Right. And so how many of us do that where we're jumping ahead and we're in that space of anger, projecting what's going to happen next, instead of radically accepting what is right now in this present moment. And I guess we do make it sound simple, right? Um, it is living moment by moment because no matter who you are, you're having that human experience and you're going to have ups and, ups and downs. But here's the beauty of it. If you don't, sometimes we need those feelings of down to truly appreciate the feelings of up because we're meant to be having that human experience. So there's going to be times where you don't feel yourself. But again, the clues are in, you go back to when, to like Stacey said, when you go back to well, when did you feel great? It probably was when you were rested, when you were doing the journaling, when you're doing the things that, you know, kind of really lift you up. You had that self-care routine. But why do we stop doing those things? Maybe that's a question for you, Stacey. When we know these things work for us, we do them regularly. But then for some reason, we stop doing them. And that maybe allows us to be more vulnerable to these to that roller coaster effect. You know, I think that daily disciplines, like showing up for yourself, I think it, it takes commitment and it takes consistency. Um, I think it's just like asking, you know, person has gone through this physical body transformation, lost a bunch of weight. And now they're gaining some weight back. What the heck is going on? I think life happens, right? We, we can have like the best of intentions, but things can happen that distract us from those things that we know help us. Um, life circumstances can happen. And I don't think it's about excuses. I think it's about the human experience. Like we can know those things, but we can get diverted away from them because of whatever happened today, tomorrow, yesterday, like life, life is still happening. And I know for me, um, you know, I, I know what it does for me to move my body every day. Like I know that I feel so much better when I do that. And I've had, I've been traveling and then I've had guests. And so I've been out of my, my routine and I have to like redirect now and get back into that routine. And I'm finding that there's a resistance to it. 
right? Like there's this, like, are you kidding me? We're going to start again. And I feel that way every time I get out of the pattern, you know, but again, like, I feel like so often life is happening and we've got to have a way to hit the reset button. And I think every day is another opportunity to hit the reset button and say, okay, what do I need now in order to move forward? Like, I can't do anything about what happened yesterday or the day before, but I can do something today to be proactive in caring for myself. Powerful advice. And it comes back down to today. Focus on what we do today, right? Because it's like, how often do we kind of have the, oh my God, I can't believe I have an exercise in three weeks. And it's like, you think, oh, you know what? It's just too hard to start again. And you put it off another day, you put it off another day, or you'll, you'll kind of say to yourself, you know what? I'm going to start tomorrow. I'm going to just enjoy today and I'm going to start tomorrow and da, da, da. And maybe that's what you do, but it's that, you know, it is what you, what you talk about that, you know, kind of that daily routine, that daily discipline of showing up for you every day. And it's that a lot of the time it's not, you know, it's not the, the activity itself. It's not the exercise or whatever. It's how you're going to feel afterwards, mm-hmm. what it does to you, how much more productive it makes you. Whereas so often we focus on the activity. And it's like exercise. Some people love doing exercise, but some for some, for others, it's a it's 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 an activity they need to go through just for their for their well being. So you may not actually enjoy the exercise itself, but you enjoy how it makes you feel afterwards, how proud you are, how more energized you are. So focus on focus on what actually works for you. If you love the exercise, then sure, focus on the exercise. But if you love the way it makes you feel, then focus on the way it makes you feel. And that's that's what that's the key in kind of creating that momentum. Mm-hmm. So, Stace, as we close out this episode, we always love kind of leaving with some journal prompts. And and before we get there, is there any more? Is there any advice that you'd want to leave our listeners going through this journey? Um, you know what 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 advice could we leave them with, and what are the journal prompts as we think about closing out this episode? Well, so I think asking yourself the question first, have you ever been angry with God and getting real with yourself about the answer is a great place to start. Maybe you're in a season right now where you're feeling that way, but I would encourage our listeners to take some time to ponder or write about um, a time that you have been angry with God. And then I think another question to ask is like, how did you move through that? Or how are you going to move through that? What are the steps that you need to take in order to release this so that you can create the awareness and with that spark change? And I guess I'd also ask, last time you were angry with God, what did you learn and how did you expand? And I guess the last thing I'd say is, you know, if you're angry with God, have a conversation with God. Scream at God. And then how do you feel afterwards? Maybe journal about it. Maybe because, again, what you're doing is you're creating a release. And you're, when, when you have that sort of conversation with God, you're emptying your cup. And then somehow, you know, you journaling about it is a way of closing it out. But once you create, once you've emptied the cup, you've also got to fill it with something. So I'd encourage you to also then journal about it but journal about what do you want to replace it with what are you manifesting Mm -hmm. 
Stacey, you know, I love this space with you. I love the just the, the, the banter and the conversation and the back and forth and the openness of the conversation. Um, I never know what's going to come out. We just flow with it. Um, but yeah, just a reminder to everyone, you know, just um, we share a lot of content on social media. So please do follow us on social media. Um, and as I said at the beginning, we love the mentorship program we're doing. We, it is changing lives. We are introducing a six-week version of it. So reach out to us, schedule a DM, uh, schedule a, sorry, DM us or schedule a discovery call. It's free on either of our websites. And we can take you through the program. We love, love this space. We love receiving feedback. So please do, you know, like and share the podcast. If you feel that other people would resonate from it, please actually let them know. Yeah, and then also we have special pricing right now on our services. So if you would like to book a joint Akashic Record reading, if you would like to learn how to navigate the records, um, we can guide you through that process. And uh, really excited about um, meeting as many of you as possible and really pouring into you um, in a way that we do here, but in, in, in an even more intimate way, working with us. So please reach out and we're here to support you. And just as a, um, as a teaser for the next episode. So I shared my path to awakening. Um, I love the kind of, we're going to put some structure around the podcast. So once a month, we're going to have somebody share their path to awakening. So coming up next, I mean, it always makes sense to start with the host. So I've shared my path to awakening and, um, you know, Stace has shared a lot of her story in previous episodes, but she's actually going to be sharing her path to awakening next. So I'm excited to record that. I'm excited to see what comes up. I'm excited to release it. And um, I'm just, I love the space. I love everything that, uh, that we're creating. And uh, reach out to us. Let us know if you have any feedback, any topics. Actually, we've got a couple of suggestions this week that we're going to add to the list of things that we have coming up. So sending you all so much love and light and thank you for this space. And Stace, before we close out, I'd love to hand over to you to close us out. Thanks everybody for being here with us. We'll be back again next week. Bye for now. Bye everybody.